At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network, and we've got ourselves a tremendous show tonight as lots of baseball is going down right now, so I'll be able to give you guys a little bit of reaction, touch on what I'm taking a look at, not just for the Saturday card, but also for Sunday as well as currently, if you're looking to bet on the Saturday baseball card, you do have to do it live as all these games, they are currently in progress, so we're going to be giving you guys updates. We're going to be taking a look forward to Sunday's games as well. Try to get you guys as many trips to the window for a wonderful Sunday as humanly possible. And on top of that, we've got to take a look forward to the upcoming NFL season. I've been doing one conference a week here on the show. We wind up doing the NFC the last four weeks, which means now we've got to go to the AFC. We're going to be taking a look at the AFC South tonight. So that is on tap. And on tap, we've got a pair of great guests. In about two hours, Mikhail Miranda, he joins me. Whenever we've got a Formula One race on tap, he always joins me. He does a great job with our with our main Formula One show. And you're able to find his podcast over in the Gone Racing feed. Also, vsun.com slash podcast. He does an amazing job taking a look at all this. He's going to be joining me at 9.15 p.m. Pacific Time, 12.15 a.m. Eastern Time. As we've got a race actually out there in Hungary. And there's been a lot of news that has happened in Formula One and I've also got to touch upon taking a look at taking a look at the odds prior to qualifying as well, and when you do wind up getting into the qualifying stages as well, because much like you're able to find in a lot of cases better numbers overnight when it comes to baseball, 
basketball early in the week and football. Same goes for racing as well. So we're going to be touching upon that. And then in about 15 minutes, we're going to be taking a look at the NFL. Tyler Dragon, he does a great job over there at USA Today. He is going to be joining me as well. And it is very interesting what we're getting out there in Major League Baseball right now. I'm going to be talking a little about both the Atlanta Braves and one player in specific in a minute as currently they are up on the Arizona Diamondbacks by a count of six to zero. If you're looking to dive in on this live, you're going to be laying like a hundred million billion dollars on the money line of the Atlanta Braves. And currently we were locked up in a good one in the ninth inning between the Oakland A's and the Chicago White Sox. This is two to two in the ninth inning. If you're looking at the White Sox, you're able to find them as a minus 210 favorite live. But I wound up seeing Paul Blackburn today, and it's just absolutely stark. I wound up tweeting this on my feed at GNN underscore D1. With Paul Blackburn being able to go five scoreless in the start today, this is probably going to be his last start with the Oakland A's. I'd be very surprised if he does not wind up getting moved at the trade deadline. But if this is indeed the end for Paul Blackburn in Oakland, he winds up finishing the season with an 831 ERA at home in Oakland and a buck 74 ERA on the road, which is just wild because those of you guys that follow baseball, Oakland about as pitcher friendly as it gets. And yet he just wound up stinking it up in Oakland. Meanwhile, on the road, a buck 74 ERA. Now maybe a little bit has to do with the crowd noise because Oakland, well, shall we say it's not being the run the best of any organization out there, which is why currently they should probably be breaking out the cardboard cutouts from 2020 because nobody's going to these games, but it's certainly a little bit stark there. So we shall see how that one winds up being able to go. And that's one that you're able to dive in on live as you're looking to lay a run and F with the Chicago White Sox banking on a walk-off homer. You're able to get a very nice plus price in that one as well. This one is in the eighth inning. The Minnesota Twins looking for a little bit of revenge from what the San Diego Padres wound up being able to do to them yesterday. It is four to one. Right now, if you're looking live, laying two and a half runs with the Minnesota Twins, you'd have to lay minus 220 juice. And right now, a live total of a six and a half is where it stands there. And a little bit of a surprise in this one. Live total is 13 and a half. Washington Nationals and the St. Louis Cardinals are doing battle. It was a little bit of a switch of Rooney with a pitcher as well. You always want to be checking these starting pitchers if you do wind up taking a pitcher-dependent bet because it was looking like we were getting Eric Fetty or... As I, as I like to call him, Eric Fetty Wap going for the Washington Nationals. Instead, it wound up being Paulo Espino. And right now it is the top of the eighth inning. Carl Edwards Jr. is on the mound. And Washington is up by a count of 7-5 to five in a game that they have sort of cobbled together. As for the St. Louis Cardinals, that has not been the world's greatest performance out there in the bullpen for them. So we're going to be taking a look at that. And right now, man up first for the St. Louis Cardinals. No outs. To your surprise... Washington Nationals, over the last 35 days, in the top half of the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA, don't think a lot of people would have been able to bank on that. And then we're just getting going between the Chicago Cubs and the San Francisco Giants. This is a game that is 0-0 in the top of the third. And anyone that wanted to take it, the DK Nation pick today was looking a little rough in the first two innings, but now we're starting to get some runs. I want to giving up over eight in the Rangers versus the LA Angels. So we're certainly going to be keeping note here. And in the third inning, a pair of really... Not so great starters have begun to look, shall we say, not so great. The Texas Rangers put up a two spot in the top of the third, and here in the bottom of the third, the Angels, they've already got three runs on the board, and there's one out. So right now, it's not looking good for our good friend Glenn Otto, as right now, if you're taking a look at the LA Angels live, you're able to find them as a relatively sizable favorite at minus 255 on the money line. Live total is now at a 10.5 with a juice on the over as 
The reason why we've right now got the score that we do. Showtime. Shoy Otani. He winds going yard. Three run shot. 22nd home run of the season. Guy just continues to be amazing. Unfortunately, Aaron Judge wound up going deep for his 42nd home run of the season. Or else Shoy Otani would be in relatively good shape for back-to-back MVP awards. And I do think right now, if you're taking a look at the MVP market, no doubt you've got to be having at the top of your list. The man I just mentioned and Aaron Judge, I mean, what he's doing is historic right now. And for anyone that wants to say, oh, it's all because he winds up playing in New York, he's getting a home run every 9.9 at-bats when he's on the road as well. So when you've got a Yankees team that is winning two-thirds of their games and you've got a guy that literally at this point, I think it's fair to say he is chasing Barry Bonds. He's on pace for 67 home runs if he plays between 159 and 160 games this season. That is absolutely incredible. Coming into the day, Aaron Judge was right around a minus 165 favorite to win MVP this via BetMGM. And Troy Otani at a plus 125, everyone else just a country mile behind it. Nothing against Jordan Alvarez. I mean, he's having an amazing season as well, but it would take an absolutely Herculean feat for him to be able to pull this one off. And speaking of being able to pull this one off, I'll give you this update as well. The LA Dodgers are now losing to the Colorado Rockies by a count of 5-3 to three as this one has certainly not went well for our good friend Clayton Kershaw as he winds up allowing five runs three, which were earned hurt by his own throwing error. Something that I've always said is you always wish that you could wind up knowing how many runs were generated off of a pitcher's errors because I think that there's got to be a way that we got to wind up slapping these runs to these guys because there's nothing worse than a pitcher giving up four runs, none of which was earned, but all four of those runs were sparked by his own error. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Who are we going to blame other than the pitcher on these? But it's a discussion for another day. But Colorado Rockies, they wind up being able to strike for a three spot in the sixth inning. So they're now up by kind of five to three. And if you're looking at this live Dodgers, a plus 205 underdog, not the world's worst look. And you've got a total of 11 and a half. Kyle Freeland has thrown 98 pitches. You've got to figure that he has done so. And the Colorado Rockies, they've got a bottom five bullpen in the big leagues in terms of VRA. I don't know if I would necessarily love this live over because I could easily see this game landing 6-5. to five And hopefully you wind up taking the Dodgers run line in this one because you're able to reduce the juice on their losses. And for the LA Dodgers thus far this season, 67 wins for them. 59 have been my multiple runs, which is why if you've been betting the Dodgers on the money line and the money line only, you're pretty much breaking even this season. But if you've been betting them on the run line, if you've bet $100 on every LA Dodgers game on the run line, with being able to get plus prices, things of this nature, you're up over $1,200. So you do want to be making that distinction with this LA Dodgers team. And instead of losing like to wind up getting back $100, losing something like in this case, more in the neighborhood of, I think this is one round up closing right around about a minus 225-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood, minus 220 in a lot of spots as well. Instead of losing $220 on the road, you're going to wind up reducing the juice a little bit less, but still losing minus 150 bucks instead of like a 225. That's still a little bit of a better bargain for you, and that winds batting up throughout the season. But speaking of MVP, I was talking about the American League a minute ago. We've got to be taking a look at a man out there in the National League that has really risen up the board, and that would be Austin Riley. Coming into the day, Paul Goldschmidt, and in my opinion, rightfully so, was still the odds-on favorite to be able to win MVP, but Austin Riley, coming into the day, he was number four on this list at a 10 to one. Why in the world is Austin Riley right now 10 to one to win MVP? Now, the one thing that I will say is that the Atlanta Braves, 
they've certainly had a lot of guys be able to step up for the team. So it's hard to be able to make that moniker as to maybe who should wind up winning MVP or not. But Austin Riley, coming into today, the, this is not like some sort of a video game or anything like that. These are real stats. In the last 30 days, Austin Riley getting a home run every 10 at-bats and hitting 440. 440. He is hitting 440 in his last 30 days and currently is 10 to 1 to win MVP despite the fact that he is leading the National League in terms of home runs and he's behind Freddie Freeman who I mean Freddie Freeman he's had a very solid season this year he's hitting a 320 with 15 home runs but Austin Riley nearly doubles him in home runs the Atlanta Braves have won on this scorched earth run and guess who's been the catalyst for it oh yeah that dude by the name of Austin Riley he has been absolutely magnificent for this team Austin Riley has went one for four in this one. So I've seen a little bit of a cool down, I guess you could say. But I mean, the way that he has been playing right now for the Atlanta Braves, 10 to one to be able to win MVP. If you're looking at anything on the futures board, because a lot of people, they're starting to look at these teams that are a little bit of a longer shot to be able to come back in the division. And certainly I do think that with the right trade, there is going to be a little bit of value on some of these teams like Seattle Mariners to be able to make the postseason now that they wind up training for Luis Castillo, despite the fact that they're currently losing by kind of four to three against the Houston Astros. I still think that there's relatively solid value there, but you've got Austin Riley right now to win the MVP at 10 to one with the way that he is playing right now and the way that the Atlanta Braves have really been able to spark themselves. This is just too low in my opinion. Paul Goldschmidt at a minus 155. You can't have him at this price, especially with the way that Riley is playing. So just a little bit of my two cents there, and we're going to be taking a look at the baseball card all night long. Have no fear there, but coming up next, we got to get set for the upcoming football season. Tyler Dragon, he does a great job over there at USA Today. He's going to be joining me next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers and cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com Heineken now to start your run in victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, please do drink responsibly as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Peterson, and Great to be joined by Tyler Dragon. He does a great job covering NFL and track and field over there at USA Today. Follow him on Twitter at the Tyler Dragon altogether. And it's great to have you aboard tonight, my friend. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? It's good to be on. It is great to have you aboard. And I know that you, much like myself, are stationed out here on the West Coast. And one of the biggest things that we've seen over the last week or so is everything that's been going on with the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, he winds up getting his new deal and then media types out there they wind up talking about the whole clause about studying and everything like that just in your opinion what's the overall mood right now with the Arizona Cardinals because obviously the deal winds up going on you wind up hearing a lot in terms of people making a big deal out of the out of the clause but I just feel like with regards to the Arizona Cardinals they're probably not making too much of a deal out of this and I do take a look at the Arizona Cardinals and I think it's going to be interesting to see how they wind up doing out there in a West division that no question, the Seattle Seahawks have taken a step down from last season, but you still got out there the Rams, who are the Super Bowl champions, and on top of that, it's just going to be a little bit of a gauntlet for them in terms of just travel in general with their schedule this season. Yeah, you know, it seems like for the Arizona Cardinals, all the news about the football team has been about off-the-field matters, whether it's DeAndre Hopkins being suspended for the first uh, six games and then, you know, Kyla Murray's contract situation. And I found it interesting that when he had his impromptu press conference, that he kind of blamed the media 
and, you know, the outside world uh, about, you know, him being quote unquote lazy or a bad studier or not, you know, putting the proper preparation week in and week out to win football games. But, you know, the media didn't put that independent study clause in his contract. Um, (laughs) The ownership did that. And what that independent study clause did, it implied that Kyler Murray does not put the necessary preparation into his craft week in and week out. So it wasn't the media's fault. We weren't, you know, pointing fingers at him saying, you know, he's uh, not an accomplished quarterback or not a good quarterback. It's just the Arizona Cardinals put that in his contract. And that is what, you know, it, it, it implied. And, you know, it is really a bad look for not only the Cardinals because they're paying a quarterback a quarter of a billion dollars uh, that they initially believed wasn't doing the necessary pregame preparation. And it's bad, a bad look on Kyler Murray's behalf because uh, the, the team felt compelled to put that in your contract uh, before you sign the deal. So it's just a bad look on both sides. Um, you know, Luckily for Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, I guess, you know, they admitted mutually that this was a mistake and now it is off the contract. But, you know, talking about the NFC West is, you know, they have a lot of storylines off the field, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. And this is the team that bowed out of the playoffs and, you know, embarrassing fashion to the eventual Super Bowl champion. Los Angeles Rams. And when it's, when you're talking about the Rams, this is a Rams team that's really reloaded and retooled uh, in preparation for their Super Bowl defense. Not only did they, you know, re-sign, um, you know, uh, their major players to an extension and Aaron Donald and, you know, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, but they even reloaded and got better, arguably, with signing Bobby Wagner and Alan Robinson uh, at receiver. So, you know, this NFC West division is looking real tough, but the Rams are looking like the prohibitive favorite to not only, you know, win the NFC West, but probably even the NFC again, because in my opinion, the NFC as a whole got a little bit weaker and the Rams are looking just as good or maybe even better than they were last year. No question. The Packers wind up getting weaker in that wide receiver core. You wind up having Devonta Adams wind up going over to the Raiders. And naturally, that's going to wind up downgrading them just a little bit. And the NFC East, just year in a year out, they haven't necessarily been able to produce a team that is capable of being able to make a Super Bowl run since the Philadelphia Eagles were able to win their Super Bowl, ironically enough, with Nick Foles at quarterback. But taking a look at that NFC West a little bit further as well, We've been talking a lot about the Cardinals and the Rams here in this chat, but I take a look at the 49ers, and it seems like they're going to be going with Trey Lance as their quarterback. They're going to be going full steam at Right now, they're exploring options to wind up trading Jimmy G. If not, seems like a release. Seems a little bit inevitable at this point, but when it comes to the 49ers, I feel a little bit worse about them with Trey Lance at quarterback. If they would have brought back Jimmy G because their season win total out here in Las Vegas is 10, I could see them being able to go over it. With Trey Lance, I feel like it gives them a bigger ceiling and 
I think three to four years from now, it's the right decision. But I feel worse about the 49ers in the year 2022 rather than if they wind up having Jimmy G, perhaps a little bit better three to four years down the line. But I feel like for the 49ers, there could wind up being some growing pains for a guy in Lance that, let's call it what it is, he only wound up playing one game his senior year at North Dakota State. And I think that the lack of experience might wind up being a little bit of a detriment to the 49ers this season. So, yeah, you know, I saw Trey Lance uh, play live in uh, the few snaps that he got in his rookie season. And in a short, you know, sample size, he was raw as a quarterback. Um, if his first read was taken away, a lot of times he tucked the ball and started uh, running. And, you know, he really didn't utilize, um, you know, his, you know, cannon of an arm. And it was mostly just reliant on some of his, you know, scrambling ability. But I do think, you know, in a, another year in the system with more practice is and, you know, full training camp that, you know, the game is going to start slowing down for him. It is uh, pretty apparent that Trey Lance's ceiling is higher than Jimmy Garoppolo's. And, you know, he has um, more talent as an overall quarterback, you know, he can get out of the pocket, scramble. He has a really strong arm and, you know, and he did show flashes uh, in his first year. So, you know, I do agree with you in the short term, Trey Lance might not be as good as Jimmy Garoppolo, but his potential is significantly higher. And, you know, I think his ceiling is significantly higher too. So, you know, if he, if he continues to get those practice reps, which he is right now, practicing with the 49ers starting unit and gets reps in, you know, the preseason, I think the 49ers will be fine. It's just how quick uh, they can expedite uh, that learning curve that Trey Lance is undoubtedly going to have to uh, take uh, in this uh, upcoming season. But the 49ers are putting a lot of faith in him. Uh, they have a stout offensive line. Um the rumor is that Debo Samuel is going to sign an extension in the near future, and they have a stout uh, running game as well. And I haven't even mentioned their, uh, you know, vaunted uh, defense that they have on the other side. So they have the necessary pieces around them in San Francisco. So I think Trey Lance will be fine because of the necessary pieces around him as long as, you know, he gets that experience up under center. Yep, I do agree with you. I think that the upside of Trey Lance certainly is significantly better than that of Jimmy G, but at the same time, you got to wonder if the first half of the season, that winds being a little bit of a detriment to the 49ers and perhaps really 2023, 2024 and beyond is where he winds up busting out. And then the other team out there in the West, that'd be the Rams. I take a look at the Rams and they bring back most of their pieces from last year. No question, Odell Beckham Jr. If he does wind up coming back, it's going to be sometime later on in the season as right now he's yet to be signed. But the big thing with the Rams that I think a lot of people wind up forgetting about is the fact that Cam Akers wound up being banged up for much of the season and he is going to be back the fold. I took a look at Trey Lance during the playoffs, or I took a look at Cam Akers during the playoffs last season. That is not the Cam Akers that we all know and love. And I do think that a full season of, or a full off season being able to get healthy is going to be absolutely massive for this Rams team that I think is going to be more balanced this year than last year. We've got about a minute left, by the way. Yeah, you know, that's a, a good, you know, a player to point out, Cam Akers, because Sean McVay has already singled him out and saying he's looking more and more comfortable 
um, in the Rams offense during training camp. So I really do expect him to have a really good season and to give the Rams offense more balance. And that is a scary thought. Uh, the Rams offense being more balanced because they have such a high power offense with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Yep, I'm right there with you. And Tyler, I know that you're doing a great job being able to gauge the game that we love of the NFL over there at USA Today. Thank you so much for joining me, be able to take a look at the NFC West. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day. Taylor doing abs- Tyler doing absolutely amazing work being able to take a look at football, and it's going to be a big season. Coming up a little bit later on, we're going to be taking a look at the AFC South. So we're going to be beginning our look at the AFC, and coming up next, we're going to get you alerted as to what's happening in Major League Baseball tonight right here on VEASAN Esports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born at a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free for cash all season long. Enter into weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, please drink responsibly as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And got a few updates for you from the MLB card as if you wind up taking the Padres versus the Minnesota Twins over, well, thank the Minnesota Twins for a five spot in the top of the eighth inning as we are now finding ourselves in a 7-1 game going into the top of the ninth inning as, boy, this one was one to forget for Adrian Motohone. He winds up getting one out, and he gave up four runs, all of which were earned as going deep for the Minnesota Twins. Mr. Carlos Correa gets his 13th home run of the season. Earlier on in the game, you had Byron Buxton go deep for number 26. If you're looking at a live money line of the Minnesota Twins, well, you're going to be paying a King's Ransom, and you probably shouldn't wind up taking that. And if you're only getting 17-1 to 1 on the Padres live, I think that that's a little bit of a typo, but you wind up finding that a lot of times with a lot of sports books where the game is just so, like, exponentially out of hand that you wind up seeing, like, 15-1 to 1 on a team that's down, like, 30 points in an NBA game with five minutes left, and it's like, yeah, I don't know who'd wind up taking that one, but it's just because things wind up getting just so out of whack, but... Certainly, that is the case here, and for the Minnesota Twins, they wind up being able to get the job done in the eighth inning, and barring a massive collapse, they should be able to pull this one out. Giants were able to put up a pair of runs in the in the early part of this game against the Chicago Cubs in the third inning, I believe, as they're now up by kind of 2-0 to zero as Giants, if you're looking at the live money line, now finding them at a minus 585, and anyone that wound up taking the DK Nation pick today... It was a rough first two innings for the Rangers and the LA Angels lineups, but they have all of a sudden been able to come to live as it is now 5-3 to three in the bottom of the fourth inning. I wound up writing this up, but it was 8. I wound up closing in 8.5, so if you wind up taking it late, all we need is one more run to be able to get this one in as Glenn Otto and Chase Silseth, a pair of not-so-great starters, yeah, looking like it right now as Marcus Simeon winds up going deep. His 14th home run of the season, he takes Silseth deep. In the fourth inning, in the third inning, you show Otani get deliver a three-run bomb for his 22nd home run season. And oh yeah, the Angels, they currently have two men on with one out. If you're looking at the live money line, right now you're finding the Walker Texas Rangers at a 
was a minus 180 slash uh, minus 230. This is toggling as I wind up doing this, but right now seeing it now at right around about a minus 220 as it settles in. So we shall see what winds up happening there. And we're going to turn it forward, do a couple previews here for the MLB card that we're going to be getting on Sunday as well. And going to be talking a little bit about what we're getting in terms of some of these trade deadline deals, taking a look at some futures as well, a little bit later on, as well as if you missed it, vsun.com slash podcast, wound up going through just sort of my thoughts on the National League MVP race as of right now. Austin Riley, if you're still able to find him at 10 to 1. Currently, in my opinion, tremendous value there. And how about if we wind up sticking with the Atlanta Braves? This is going to be the top game on the board in terms of just the rotation in Las Vegas. 9.51, 9.52. Arizona Diamondbacks playing us or playing on the road against the Atlanta Braves with Max Fried going for the Braves and Merrill Kelly on the bump for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And right now, you're finding a total of eight with the Atlanta Braves. And we're between about a minus 220 to a minus 235 favorite and anywhere between plus 190 and $2 underdogs are the Arizona Diamondbacks and a total of eight. And I think the big thing you've got to take a look at in this one, Merrill Kelly throughout his career has had pretty demonstrative home and road splits. Now, this year he's really been able to iron those out. And as a matter of fact, in nine starts, Merrill Kelly on his decisions are seven and one on the road. So he has actually been electrifying on the road. But I do see a little bit of regression coming through for Merrill Kelly. Not necessarily a guy that's going to go out there and get you a whole bunch of swings and misses. And he's had an ERA for his career that's a little bit over a point higher when he is on the road rather than at home because the big thing with him has always been command. If if Merrill Kelly doesn't wind up walking a lot of guys, he does a relatively solid job on the road. Sometimes he does have a little bit of an issue with the walks. And for Merrill Kelly, fielding independent and the ERA relatively line up this season. A 320 fielding independent, 304 ERA as he's been able to do a solid job keeping the ball in the yard, giving him just a half a home run per nine innings. In past seasons, he's given up between 1.2 and 1.4 home runs per nine innings. So he's been able to do a nice job there. But for Max Fried, he's been able to do an electrifying job for this Atlanta Braves team that has really been firing on all cylinders ever since the beginning of the month of June. This has been the best team in all of baseball. And when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as well, they pack him up with the number one bullpen in terms of ERA out there in the National League as A.J. Minter. It's been a little bit hot and cold. I believe that you want to giving up a run or two as the game for Saturday, wound up going final, and I'll pass along that one for you as well in case if you wound up having the total. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they were able to play to pair in the ninth inning, not enough to be able to get the over as this one winds up landing 6-2. to two. The Atlanta Braves, they get the win. They wind up covering the run line, all the good jazz there. So you wound up taking pretty much anything Atlanta Braves unless if you were taking something very demonstrative in-game, you were able to get there on that. But when it comes to Max Freed, Ever since, really, his first three starts of the year, and I have no idea what it is about Max Free, but his first, like, three, four starts of the year, they're just pretty much throwaways. He's been able to do a really good job. You take it from April 19th on, so you throw away his bad first two starts of the campaign. He has been able to post up a 244 ERA, feeling independent right on line with that. He's giving up about a half a home run per nine innings, so he has been able to go out there and do the job, and he is not necessarily a super high strikeout guy. This is another guy that... It's going to give you right around eight and a half strikeouts per nine innings, but he's just been able to keep the ball in the air despite the fact that Truist Park, one of the more pitcher-friendly ballparks out there in baseball. I want to mention this guy's stats a minute ago, Austin Riley. Over the last three days, entering into today, hitting a 440 with a home run every 10 at-bats. Yeah, 
that's going to be hard for the Arizona Diamondbacks to wind up going up against them for the Diamondbacks. It's been relatively rough for their bullpen as well. This is a team that they rank at the bottom 10 in terms of bullpen ERA. Now, what I will say about the Diamondbacks is that you do have a couple guys that are pretty trustworthy out there in the bullpen. Kyle Nelson has been able to give you a sub-2 ERA. They really didn't wind up going through their more trustworthy pieces because they wound up being out of that game relatively early. And then you did wind up seeing as well a few of the Lesser guys go out there like Noe Ramirez, Mark Melanson. These are guys that you don't want to trust in, but Joe Mantiply, someone who's probably going to be a name that winds up getting moved at the deadline because there are a lot of teams that they need bullpen pieces. He's been able to do a good job as well. Sub-3 ERA was an all-star this season, but overall, the Arizona Diamondbacks, 421 ERA. And with the Arizona Diamondbacks, what I find to be intriguing about this team is the way that they've been able to generate offense on the road. At home, this is a team that's getting about .9 home runs per game on the road. It's more like 1.4 with Christian Walker really being the headliner for this team. He's been able to belt out 23 home runs. The big issue with the Arizona Diamondbacks, it's not necessarily the power, but it's rather the fact that this team is in the bottom five of the big leagues in terms of batting averages. Christian Walker, you're able to throw in there some like a Sergio Alcantara, darn near the entire catcher spot of this team with guys like Carson Kelly and company only a 225 or lower. They've been able to have Josh Ross be able to pick it up. He and Ketel Marte are hitting between about a 265 to a 275. You've had Dalton Varsho be able to deliver a double-digit amount of homers for this team. And you got Jordan Luplo whenever he's been out there, averaging a home run every about 11 to 12 at pass. Problem is, he's also hitting below the Mendoza line of a 200 as well. And this is just an Atlanta Braves team that they are ripping the cover off the ball on top of Austin Riley. You've got yourself someone in Ronald Acuna Jr. being able to give you right around a 365 on base. Dansby Swanson's been hitting nearly a 300. He's been able to deliver 15-plus home runs thus far this season. As for the Atlanta Braves, they lead the National League in terms of home runs per game. They're averaging right around one and a half home runs per game. The team that's number two, by the way, is actually the Milwaukee Brewers. I feel like that's a little bit under the radar. And these are the only two teams that entered into the day today, hitting above 1.3 home runs per game in the National League. So I do find that to be a little bit intriguing. And I do think that the total of eight is a little bit too low in this spot because Jurassic Park is a little bit more hitter-friendly. I do think that the Diamondbacks might be able to get a deep fly or two off of the Atlanta Braves, but I do think that there's going to be a little bit of regression for Merrill Kelly throughout his career. He's always been a little bit more of a home run pitcher, and I do think that that is going to manifest itself here. So I'm going to be taking a look at it and over. So I'm total a little bit closer to an 8.3. And with the Braves, I was willing to lay up to a minus 120 on their run line. I needed at least a plus 225 to be able to take a shot on the airs and the Diamondbacks. This is an Atlanta Braves team that they're just not losing right now. Ever since the beginning of the month of June, they're winning over 66% of their games. It has been wild to be able to take a look at that. So I'm going to be willing to take a look at the Atlanta Braves run line. I was willing to lay up to a minus 120, and I'm going to be taking a look at an over as well. And I was talking about trade deadline moves, and right now we are coming down to the bottom of the ninth inning in this one, and the Seattle Mariners, they might be able to pull this one out from the jaws of defeat. The Seattle Mariners currently up by a count of 5-4 to four on the Houston Astros. Jordan Alvarez up at the plate looking for a sole home run to be able to induce a tie. And Jordan Alvarez grounds out. The Seattle Mariners get the job done by a count of 5-4. to four. Paul Seawald, he's able to get a 1-2-3 inning as the Seattle Mariners team, who has a bullpen ERA over the last 40 days of a sub-2. They get it done after they got, we're going to call it is, clocked yesterday against the Houston Astros, but they pick up Luis Castillo and the steam train of the Seattle Mariners just keeps on going. They put up two runs in the ninth inning to be able to get this one done. So if you had the Seattle Mariners money line and if you had the over, both wind up being able to get there. And since this game wound up just going final, we're going to take a look at the Mariners versus the Houston Astros game for Sunday as 
and have a little bit of a young rookie who's going to be taking them out for Seattle. We'll dive in on that next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
The College Football Guide is out right now, and the Pro Football Guide is soon to come. There's no better way to prepare for the college or pro football seasons, or in that case, both, rather than with these guides, because our experts provide profiles on every single team with advanced stats and power rankings, plus you get our best bets on season wins, division finishes, player awards, and so much more. Reserve your copy of both guides today and get access to everything that we have to offer for the entirety of the football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As this is Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Peterson, and we're going to be taking a look at the game of football a little bit further in hour number two. Tyler Dragon joining me in hour number one to take a look at the NFC West and what we want to see this week with the Arizona Cardinals, what to make out of all that good stuff. And here in hour number two coming up, we're going to be taking a look at the AFC South. There's a team that they fall under my distinction of the more I look at them, the more I like them. And as we know, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, we've got to be a little bit more bullish on them just because of the fact that they don't have a bumbling buffoon now coaching the team in Urban Meyer. So that is going to be able to help them out greatly. And we're going to be diving in on that, but... Right now, we're taking a look at the game of baseball because we wound up seeing the Seattle Mariners get the job done 5-4 to four against the Houston Astros, a comeback in the ninth inning after it looked like it was going to be a tough beat for the Seattle Mariners. They get three runs in the first inning, and then they don't play to run again until the ninth inning, but they come back against the league's top bullpen in terms of ERA after Fran Bervaldas really settled down in that rest of the game as he went seven strong, winding up giving up three runs along the way, but... For the Seattle for the Seattle Mariners, I should say, and the Houston Astros, they're now going to be doing battle on Sunday as this is going to be a game that involves George Kirby starting for the Mariners and then going to have Jake Odorizzi going for the Astros. If you're looking on the betting board, this is 969, 970, and we've seen the money come in on Seattle. They want the Houston Astros wound up going from about a minus 140 favorite and still you're seeing this right around minus 135 at DraftKings, but I'm seeing this now where I've said at circa as low as a minus 128. Meanwhile, with Seattle, you're going to be getting them anywhere between about a plus 118, seeing them as high as now a plus 128 with your total anywhere between 8 and 8.5. On the 8 at DraftKings, you're finding the juice on the over. At the 8.5, you're finding the juice on the under. And George Kirby has been able to do a very solid job thus far this season for the Seattle Mariners, has been able to come out as a rookie and really has been surprising in terms of the way that he has not given up walks. Fewer than two walks per nine innings. So that has been good for the team. But the one thing that George Kirby does is he winds up giving up the deep ball. He's given up right in the neighborhood about 1.4 home runs per nine innings. I do see that being a little bit of an issue moving forward. I do think that George Kirby is going to be a very solid arm for the Seattle for the Seattle Mariners moving forward. I always get my sports confused. But with that said, when it comes to Kirby being able to do a solid job being able to not allow the walks, but giving up the deep ball, that is a little bit tough. And regression probably going to be coming in a little bit for Kirby. 350 ERA with a 399 fielding independent. So that's been something to take a look at with him. But the big thing is Jake Odorizzi has not necessarily been too terrific for the Houston Astros. And it's really interesting with Odorizzi because his last four starts have all either wanted coming against the Oakland A's or the Kansas City Royals, which means that he has not been playing against the world's greatest competition, but I do think that he's going to be able to rise to the challenge here. And with the Astros, even if he does wind up having a little bit of a rough go of it, it is an Astros bullpen that ranks number one in the big leagues in terms of bullpen area. They were unable to hold the lead here on Saturday, but still, you've got so many of these guys like 
Rafael Montero, who did wind up getting used up in the game today, along with Ryan Stanek, Seth Martinez, all posting up an ERA of a 2-2 or better. And when it comes to some of these ancillary guys like Brian Abreu, they've been able to step up in the bullpen. But when it comes to Jake Odorizzi, I do think that he is going to be able to bounce back positively in this start. Overall for the season, he has posted up a 425 ERA. Fielding independent is a little bit lower than that as he's been able to do a nice job being able to limit the home runs, 0.8 home runs for nine innings. And this is someone that throughout his career has always had a little bit of a walks issue, giving up a little bit over three walks per nine innings. That's been down to two and a half this year. That is very positive for Jake Odorizzi. He's actually been a little bit worse in terms of his ERA at home rather than on the road. But you also take a look at this Houston Astros lineup, and you still have guys that are able to barrel it up, and you've got guys that are starting to get a little bit warmer as well. Elamendi's Diaz, along with Yuli Gurriel, both of these guys being a 240 or greater after they wound up having really bad starts to the season. You've seen Jose Altuve, along with Kyle Tucker, being able to go deep 19 times thus far this season as well. You've got Jordan Alvarez, who, to win MVP, it's going to be a little bit tough, but ever since really the beginning of the month of June, this guy's been a top three hitter in the big leagues, hitting for 30 home runs, right around a 420 on base. He has been absolutely terrific, and for Seattle, it's just a little bit of a hit or miss lineup as well as you've got Abraham Toro. Looks like Kyle Lewis is going to be going in that deal for Luis Castillo. Dylan Moore probably going to be a part of that as well, but Lewis Torrance, Cal Raleigh as well. All these guys in at 215 or lower. We've seen J.P. Crawford be a little bit hot and cold recently as well. Now, Julio Rodriguez has been amazing for the team. 18 home runs, hitting a 275. One of the top base dealers out there in the big leagues a lot. And Eugenio Suarez being able to give you 16 home runs, hitting a 330 in terms of his on base as well. And with the Seattle Mariners, you just have the question of how long can this bullpen just continue this torrid run that they've been on? They did wind up giving up two runs in the game on Saturday, but you take a look at them really over the last, we're going to call it 42 days, a 2-10 bullpen ERA. The only team within a country mile of them has been the Baltimore Orioles with their 244 entering today. I mean, these two teams have been absolutely magnificent in the bullpen recently, so that has been big for the Seattle Mariners. With guys like a Diego Castillo, Andres Munoz, that wound up having north of five ERAs to begin the season. They have all of a sudden found the light, posting up a sub-175 ERA over the last three days. They did wind up having to use up Paul Sewell to be able to get the job done and be able to close that game out that we wound up just seeing. But, I mean, the guys that they wound up using up in Saturday's game, Matt Festa, Ryan Baruki, they haven't necessarily been their best pieces. So the Seattle Mariners, they wind up saving a couple of bullets out there in the chamber. Now, I do think that Kirby is doing to give up a little bit of hard contact here, which is why I wound up saying my total at an 8.2. If you're looking at an 8.5, I would be taking a look at that total under, and I would personally rather have an 8.5 under rather than an 8 over, though. If I do have nothing but an 8 presented to me, I would be looking at the over, but I do think that Jake Odorizzi going to be able to bounce back a little bit. Take a look at the advanced numbers. Odorizzi doing for a little bit of positive progression. You've got Kirby who's doing for a little bit of negative regression, so I'm going to be taking a look at this total under on an 8.5, and and I'm going to be taking a look at the Astros as well. It is official. If you want to take an 8.5 on the DK Nation pick, we have got the over. It is now 5-4 to four as the LA Angels wind up being able to drive and run in the fifth inning. Thank you to Max Stassi. He winds up getting a single to be able to get that one in. And if you didn't know that Tuki Desan is on the LA Angels, until now, I didn't either. He's currently he's pitching for the LA Angels. So if you're open for them to have a little bit of a comeback here, it might be a little bit of a rocky situation. As If you're taking a look at this game live, Right now, you're finding the LA Angels as a pretty nice underdog. You are able to get a plus 195 on them, minus 240 on the Texas Rangers. And then really the other game that is live right now, 
That'd be Cubs and Giants, and the Giants have just completely ripped this game open. It's out 5-0. to zero. The lead is with the San Francisco Giants. We are heading into the bottom of the fifth inning as also you end up seeing the Rockies and the LA Dodgers game just go final. Dodgers wind up falling by kind of 5-3 to three as a relatively sizable favorite. Kyle Friedland as a underdog winds up being able to do a solid job here, giving up three runs over the course of six innings. And then it was Clayton Kershaw being the victim of a pair of unearned runs. Now on to putting him Max Muncy at a pretty bad error out there in the field. And then you wind up having Clayton Kershaw given an error of his own as for the Colorado Rockies. They did a very solid job of allowing the Dodgers to go just one of six with men in scoring position. And the Rockies bullpen actually steps up in this one as well. So, Dodgers unable to cover the run line in back-to-back days. They got the job done outright yesterday, but we've seen each of the last two games in this series go under. I'll be previewing the Sunday game of Dodgers versus the Colorado Rockies a little bit later on. And if you've been taking a look at the San Francisco Giants and if you wound up having any player props, it's been Joey Bart along with Luis Gonzalez who have been able to go deep for Gonzalez. Fourth home run season, Bart his seventh, and Jacob Junis pulled after four innings for the bullpen, even though he wanted not allowing any runs, he did wind up giving up five hits along the way. So I'll be keeping my eyes on that. And if you are taking a look at the Sunday night game between the Giants and the Chicago Cubs, right now we are seeing this one with Carlos Rodon being a very sizable favorite, 961, 962 on the board. But we have seen the Giants dip quite a bit in this one. I'll be diving into this a little bit later. But the Giants, who wound up opening up right around minus 185 favorites, I'm now seeing them on the board right around Minus 180 in a lot of spots. You're able to get the Cubs anywhere between about a plus 160 to as high as a plus 175 out here at Circa with a total of 7.5. And And for Carlos Rodon, I know that there's been a lot made out of his struggles. Post-All-Star break, giving up five plus runs in each out of his last two outings. What I encourage everyone to do when you wind up handicapping these games, see why a guy wound up giving up these runs because it will very clearly explain why Carlos Rodon wound up giving up five runs in that game against the Dodgers. Fielder had a fly ball, just completely get lost in the lights. Wound up just completely killing his start in that one, so I don't make too much out of it. I'm a believer in Carlos Rodon in that one, but we're going to be taking a look at that a little bit later. Coming up next, got to give you guys my DK Nation pick for Sunday on the Diamond, now that the sun Saturday one is hit. That's up next right here on VEASAN Esports Bank Network. Preseason football kicks off next month, and the VEASAN team has been prepping all summer. Whether you're betting on futures, looking for contest strategy, or building your own power readings, VEASAN has everything you need. Get all the latest from our lineup of experts. NFL veterans Mike Pritchard. Veterans Mike Pritchard. Veterans Mike Pritchard. Veterans Mike. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.